Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. I got the solo rep going. It's just me. Uh, I got some time and uh, I needed to record some episodes so I make sure I stay ahead of the game. So uh, this is not a live broadcast. So if you're looking at looking for this one on Facebook, it doesn't exist. You're only going to find it on YouTube and in our uh, iTunes, Spotify, you know, that sort of playlist. So uh, thank you for subscribing to those different areas. So that we meet, you make sure to catch all the Business Bros podcast episodes and stay up to date with everything that's going on. So uh, before we get started with that, I just want to make sure I remind you guys, we got a new goal for this year in 2020. I don't know exactly what it is yet, but stay tuned because we're going to raise some, uh, I, I'm not sure, we, we're still debating whether we're going to do like hoodies or we're going to do blankets or we're going to do shoes again. I don't know exactly, but we're going to be doing something um, for the homeless people here in San Diego. We love the uh, the shoe drive that we did last year, so we're going to make sure we uh, set a goal and attain that here soon. Show sponsor for today, today is going to be Pipeline Insurance. Look, I'm here by myself. I don't got the insurance bro here with me, but uh, right here on the right-hand side, I got the uh, little logo going on. Uh, well, let's see. Let's put it. Boom. Oh, there it is right there. There's the logo there. Pipeline Insurance is our insurance agency. They're where you need to go for all your insurance need, whether you need home, auto, you need GL for your for your business, workers' comp, whatever your insurance needs. We pretty much cover about everything, uh, all about all except uh, maybe karma. So be a good person out there. Be good to uh, to your fellow civilians. But if accidents happen, because they will, we're here to help you out. Pipeline Insurance is where you need to go. Maybe you want to add insurance into your business. Look, we're in the business of helping people grow insurance departments within their their uh, particular businesses. So maybe you have a mortgage office. Maybe you have a tax office. Adding insurance is an additional revenue stream. We do all the work for you. You just sit back and collect the paycheck and... Uh, that's the way it works. But you got to find out how to make sure you're RESPA compliant, how to make sure you get all the things you need uh, so that we're doing all the heavy lifting for you. 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. That's where you need to go to get all the details on the insurance stuff. All right, cool. <clears throat> Let's jump into today's program. So um, I, I wanted to share basically the the story about how we got into this you know, insurance game in the first place, right? So, um, after, uh, let, let me, let me give you a little bit of backstory here. So James and I started, uh, a computer repair company called PC cruisers back in the day. And it did really, really well up until the point where James's, uh, heart got broken by his girl. He joins the Navy and he bounced on me. Okay. And so he left, I ended up going broke, shutting that business down, but I was bit by the entrepreneur bug. I knew business is what I wanted to do. So, you know, right away I got into doing other things. 
while James was in the Navy, we pretty much didn't really talk very much. I mean, I saw him when he came in. Uh, I'd get emails from him every now and again and, you know, that sort of stuff. But it wasn't like we talked on a regular basis. Today, we, I mean, there's, there's probably not a day go by that we don't talk to each other. But back then, we didn't really talk very much. And um, I wasn't really upset that he joined the Navy and, and you know, left. I, I, I took it more like a this is my opportunity to build something greater, something bigger than myself, right? And so um, I, I started with uh, tax school. I went to tax school. I started teaching at H&R Block. Uh, I got recruited to uh, Mike Russ where where I met my, uh, my business partner, Jimmy. And um, so I was teaching tax school for Mike Russ. I started acquiring multiple licenses. I had built uh, a game truck company. We had built uh, uh, a cleaning company. We started flipping properties. You know, there's a lot of things going on. But I got approached by by Jimmy, and he said, "Hey." Um, so I, I got a buddy of mine. He's like been in insurance for like 15 years. Um, he's, he's, he's really good at that part. I, I kind of partnered with him. Uh, he used to live in Colorado. Now he's living here in California. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm funding him to help build this insurance agency. But I'll be honest with you, we both suck with the, with the books. Would you, would you want to partner with us and you handle all the books on the bookkeeping side? And, uh, you know, we'll give you a piece of the, of the company. We'll go from there. And, and that was the first time that I had ever been approached um, to build a venture with somebody else. Uh, prior to that, everything I built, I built on my own. Uh, whether it was the game truck company, I did the research. I built, you know, I, I, I well, the wife and I, right? So uh, we we had our investments going. We put our money away. We we decided to flip properties. We made some money. We bought the game truck. We we had done all these things, but we were sole owner operators ourselves. <clears throat> now I got invited to come over here to this new venture, this thing called insurance. And by the way, I didn't, I don't have a, a property and casualty insurance license. So in other words, I can't personally sell you a home policy or an auto policy or a general liability workers comp, none of that stuff, right? I'm not licensed in that field. My insurance license is on the life side, so I can help you with the annuities and fixed index, uh, index fixed index annuities and life insurance, term, whole, all that sort of stuff. Um, so, uh, I, I come into this small company and at the time is really, really small. And, and I tend to relate things based on uh, how much work I do. Right. And so at the time, I think we had maybe like two or three agents that, that they had brought into this organization. Um, and the way they did their bookkeeping at the time was literally every single insurance company. So let, let me back up a little bit so that you, you guys understand how this works. So when you go and buy insurance, right? You go and you walk into the insurance office, and if it's an insurance uh, broker, it's not somebody exclusive like State Farm or, or Allstate or something like that. So if you do go to one of those, then you only buy their products. But if you go to another broker, they're going to shop different insurance companies. They're going to go to, uh, you know, they're going to go to Progressive, or they're going to go to Hartford, or they're going to go to Mercury, or they're going to go wherever, and they're going to submit your type of insurance to those companies, and those companies are going to come back with a rate, and you decide whether this is the rate that you want to work on, or this is the the policy that you want to get. And then uh, when you decide to buy that policy, the insurance company is then going to pay a commission to the agent uh, based on you know whatever production is done for that particular month, who paid their bills, that sort of stuff. So they send you a commission statement. Uh, at the time, we would collect all the commission statements in one PDF and he would send it out to the different insurance agents that worked at, at Pipeline. And he basically, the, the way they did their bookkeeping was uh, figure out which ones are yours, let me know how much that is and we'll cut you a check. That was how it all started. So when I came in, I had to... 
basically develop a system. So I would take all these commission statements. I created a spreadsheet, which is one consolidated statement for all of us. And I was able to work uh, work a, a spreadsheet that way so that I can pay people out exactly what they were owed based on what came in and not just some random number that popped up. Um, so I was... I was that bookkeeping piece in this business, right? I was the piece that they were missing that they needed to continue to grow uh, the business that they that they were creating, that the pipeline insurance agency that we've created. <clears throat> so everybody in this business has a role, and that's kind of how uh, most businesses operate, where everybody, every partner, every employee, every person in this uh, in in a company has a specific role, has a set of responsibilities, that's and so forth. Um, what a lot of people struggle with is they would do what I was doing at the beginning, which was they do everything themselves. So they do the bookkeeping, but they also do the sales and they also do answer the phone. And they also do customer service and they also, you know, make the product or, or, or uh, you know, complete the service. They're doing everything. And so when you do everything, you end up getting capped and how big you can grow. There is no, I'm done with my responsibility, let's let's put it in the hands of the next person who's doing the next best thing. If I was writing the insurance, I never would have built this, or helped build this company where it's at today because I didn't, I would have been brand new in this insurance business. But instead, we brought in somebody who had been in the business for 15 plus years and now, you know, much more than that now. But at the time, you know, 15 plus years of doing insurance, like there's an experience factor there. There's a value to that team member or to that 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 person brings to be a team member, right? Um, Jimmy was uh, the other partner, and and he owned a school where they did a lot of licensing for people. So we met a lot of people who came in to get an insurance license, but then that's about as far as they went. They didn't know how to use their license at that point, or they couldn't go out and get appointed. And uh, so this is what what appointment means, by the way. It's kind of like um, now you learn how to play football. But now you got to get on a team so that you can so that you can make money. Well, these teams, you know, in 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 insurance are companies like Progressive and Mercury and and Hartford. And for you to sh- sell those products, for you to be part of those teams, they require that you have two years experience or a large book of business. And most people don't have that when they first get their insurance license. So. Um, what we do is we bring them on to our team and we're already appointed with Mercury, Hartford and all these different places, right? So we're already appointed with these insurance carriers. And so when a new person would come on, we would train them on how to do some stuff and then we release them into the wild to go out and sell stuff. And that was the basic premise of how we started our insurance agency. It was a recruitment agency, essentially. So it was, it was just like what in real estate, you see the same type of thing. A broker uh, gets their brokerage license, so now they can have sales reps come under them. So they go out and they start to recruit people because they'll take a piece of the pie, right? So the more agents that they come on, uh, that come on board into the brokerage, the more transactions are done. That means the more uh, money goes towards the broker. And and, and, you know, everybody's happy, bills get paid or whatever. Um, so that was kind of the model that we started off in. And it worked for a while. We, we Our model was, was, um, was you paid $500 a month. It was $5,000 to start and then $500 a month. And you pretty much, we provided you with a toolbox essentially, right? So here's your toolbox. Um, you can sell things for this carrier. You can sell things for this carrier. And here's all the information you need. You can get all the training from direct from the carrier we don't actually provide any of the training it was just uh you know you come in and now you have access to the same toolbox that i have go ahead and make a living and that's how we initially started off the process Uh, but of course uh, we run into some problems here right some of these people have no idea how to 
you know, open the toolbox or what the name of that particular tool is or how to use that tool properly. And so, you know, after years of, of going through this process and adding agents and, and watching them fall off and what they struggled with, uh, we decided to uh, build a subsidiary of our initial company, right? So Pipeline Insurance is the cor- corporate conglomerate. That's where I partnered up with with Jimmy and Joe to build this agency. And then we started to test other things. Joe lives in Texas now. Jimmy's still here in San Diego. We didn't, you know, we let kind of the corporation operate the way it was. It was, it was paying its own bills. It was fluctuating, but we wanted to build something that we can mass produce, right? That we can, we can leverage the skills of, of the different people to grow something bigger. And so we started a uh, pipeline team, San Diego or PTSD. Um, and we brought on, uh, an agent that had been in the business 20 plus years to do on the commercial side. Um, I was handling the books. Jimmy was doing the recruitment and I had brought in James. Remember I told you James was gone for eight years, right? So for eight years he was in the Navy. I didn't really talk to him that much. When he got out of the Navy, I had something lined up for him. Well, to be fair, he kind of owed me, right? So uh, when he came out of the Navy, I was like, Hey man, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm, have no idea. I know I got this GI Bill. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get paid to go to school. That's about the extent. I was like, perfect. You're coming with me. You're going to be in insurance. And, you know, you know, day one, I remember taking him to a meeting. So it was a, it was a meeting that we had with our insurance agents at the time. I think we had maybe 15 insurance agents at that time. Um, and he, I remember him sitting in and, um, I brought him with me. I was like, I want you to check this out, dude. This is what I want to do. I want to build this thing and I want you to be a part of it. So he sat down and and this is where, you know, a a marketing rep from, you know, Hartford stands up and tells you about the different products that they offer and what the limits are for these people and who qualifies and who does it. It's a bunch of insurance, you know, talk, right? And so, you know, everybody in the room is, is understanding and learning and doing all these things. And I remember looking at James and he's looking at me like, this is weird, dude. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. And when we were done with that meeting, I, you know, on the drive home, I was like, so what'd you think? He's like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't speak insurance. I was like, but what'd you think of like the atmosphere, the people that were there, what we're building? He's like, it looks, it looks legit. The eight years that he was in the Navy, I was building my network. I was building my arsenal. I started to build uh, a couple businesses that I won't even, I, I don't I hesitate to call them business, I, businesses. I, I built some self-employed companies and now I was on the cusp of doing something a little bit different. Now I was on the cusp of bringing team members together towards a common goal. Building a real company that has its own vision, that has its own processes, that has its own people in it, focused on attaining a specific goal. I mean, that was, that was a huge step in a different direction. This is the first time that I've realized to myself that I need other people to help build something beyond myself and actually took the risk to dive in and say, okay, let's make this happen. In the first couple of years, like I said, it was a little tough. It wasn't uh, super profitable. I, I remember the first like year and a half or so, I made like a couple hundred bucks. I mean, it's not like I inputted a lot of time. I developed some systems in place. We weren't a very big company. I made a couple hundred bucks based on my ownership percentage and that's it. It was no big deal. But as we grew this thing, 
as we put these systems in place, as we, you know, added management systems and, and, you know, started tracking people's production and we started adding different types of support, we started adding more agencies, we took and developed uh, this new system that we called our PTSD system, our, our pipeline team San Diego. Now we had a different, a different MO here. Now over here it was, we're going to take somebody brand new and we're going to train them, not just train them on how to do things then we're going to support them so that they can do what they do best which is go out and get more business right we we wanted the agent to focus their 100 percent attention on the thing that they were good at which is talking to more people telling them what it is they do and bringing business and then us supporting them on the back end that means we had to develop training manuals and modules and and uh, and um, tests and courses and everything we needed to make sure that the person who is new to this industry knows everything they need to know to be successful. Then we had to develop another system. What happens when you know mail comes in from these different carriers? And now we're talking about you know 30, 40, 50 agents coming in the door. Now commissions is a whole different process. It's no longer a little couple PDF sheets. We're talking thousands and thousands of lines of of, of transactions from everybody doing different things. We had to integrate new systems in place. We brought in admin staff to help with some of these things. Like every single piece of this puzzle has been grown through a team through people who have a common goal and a common interest, who have different strengths but have come together to have one particular thing in front of them, one goal to, to work towards. That's the story of Pipeline. That is how a, a company has come. And, and, and mind you, when I first started, the company made maybe about hundred grand a year in, in gross revenue. Last year, we did $1.5 in gross revenue. And we're going to be growing that year over year. This didn't come because I was good at everything in the business. It didn't come because I put in 100% effort on every single piece. It came because I had a team in place. It came because I was willing to trust somebody else to do a job that they're good at. But understand that that job being done is aligned with the vision that we have as a company. That it's in the direction that we want to go in. Every every quarter now, we go out to an owner's meeting for Pipeline Insurance and we sit down and we look at our organization and we, we decide, like, where are we today? We look at our profits and we know the fun part was we get to cut our profit checks, which are, which are awesome. But the other side of that is, are we growing? And if we're not growing or if we are growing, where are we strong at? Where are we weak at? What can we do to help? our agents be more successful? How many of our agents are making, you know, a couple hundred bucks a month? And how many of them are making thousands of dollars a month? And the ones that are making thousands of dollars a month, what are they doing? What are the, what are the, the good practices that they're doing on a regular basis? What habits do they have to help grow their business? How can we take that information and utilize it so we can share it with our other agents who are not as successful? What can we do to help them with marketing or lead generation? What can we do to help them on the support side to answer phones for them to do certifications? All these different things we're doing as a team. So I want you to think about your business. If you're operating your business on your own, there's nothing wrong with that. The only issue is you won't have time for very much else. And if you want to increase your income, you have to increase your production makes perfect sense. Now, in the real estate game, I've always been haunted by the idea of 
of building a team. So we built this insurance agency and we've toyed around with the thought of building a mortgage company and we thought, we've toyed around with the thought of building a real estate company. But the truth of the matter is building building a real estate team and it's a very popular thing specifically, I mean, especially right now when the market is hot, when when markets are at their peak, building a team is huge. All the all the all the talk of the town. Um there are there are places where many people fall off on this team building thing and it has to do with their profit margins the bottom line is are you making enough money to cover your expenses and make enough profit for you to live comfortably so here here's let me let me explain what i mean by that so um I used to be part of a coaching program and uh, Tim and Julie Harris, great organization, by the way, awesome, awesome coaching program. I learned a lot for the real estate space. Uh, and some of the things that they would focus in on is on your team, are you profitable? What is your net profit margin? And there was some teams that would focus their attention on everything other than the profit. There's like, well, you know what? We closed, you know, a hundred units as a team. We, you know, we won this award. We got this notification. You know, we're we're top two percent producers in our in our brokerage. All these different accolades, but the one that matters the most, the net profit. That one we don't even talk about. You don't really hear that conversation in, you know, your broker meetings or anything like that. It's it's all about. How many transactions did you do? You know, how many total, how much total commission did you bring in? What about the other side of running your business? Your purpose in business is to be of service to others, but your business's purpose is to make a profit. And so, yes, it's awesome to build something massive, something big, something that has, you know, people that work for you and you have people that 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 you can depend on to do this and to do that, but are you making any money at it? And that's that's one of the crucial pieces in this real estate game that worries me is that people think building a team is just adding and taking splits and that's that's a that's a that's ends up hurting you in the long haul because you add a couple different people on your team and now you need to put them somewhere so you now you have to have an office now you have this office overhead so it doesn't matter whether those agents come in or not because you know it during you know, after Halloween from, from November 1st to December 31st, most of them are going to take the time off. So now you got, you know, months at a time here where you have empty offices, but you're still paying the overhead because you're contractually obligated. And then of course you have more people and they have needs. So you start paying for, you know, dialers and you start paying for lead generation and you start paying, you know, for internet leads and this and that. And before you know it, your overhead, you're expensing so much out that yes, you're selling a hundred plus homes. Yes, you're knocking down you know uh, record after record, and you're making a ton of money as far as gross revenue. But what is your net? Oftentimes, when you look at a at a real estate team, that team lead would have made a lot more money without the team than with the team. And here's the conundrum for me. It's like, look, I'm telling you, I'm preaching to you the importance of building a team. And yet now I tell you a story over here where, where, where building a team is not good for a real estate agent. How does that jive? It's because you didn't do it the right way. You didn't build a team with that's profit driven. There are ways to go about building successful teams that are profitable. I'm, I, I want to give you one example is is uh, over there at, at Keller Williams, that red book, 
there's a good description on how to build a team. When are you going to add a specific person? What person is this is this going to be? What kind of metrics and accountabilities do you have to make sure that this person is generating the revenue that they need to? And then what role and responsibilities do they have? And then what's the next focus that you should be working on? That red book is going to help you out a lot when it comes down to building a team on the real estate side, when it comes down to building a team on the business side. This is where a little bit of coaching, a little bit of mentoring, and a little bit of guidance is going to go a long way. Because you're going to have to sit down and we're going to look at everything that's going on in your business. Where's your time being consumed? Are you, are you finding yourself spending hours answering emails? Are you spending time, are you spending hours uh, doing, I don't know, customer presentations? Are you, are you, are you uh, chasing the dollar most of your day? What is it that you're spending your time on? What is your most productive thing for your particular business? What is it that you want to do for your business? Are you trying to acquire more customers in this first quarter? Is this the target that you're after? Or are you trying to develop systems to you know, operate your, your business the best way possible? Because right now you don't have a, an influx of, of client problems. You have a how do I deal with the clients I have problem. So sitting down and talking to somebody and figuring out where you're at today where is it you want to go? And then once you're, once we figure out where you want to go, we can work that backwards to place little steps in between to get to, to that position. But you're going to find out as you figure out where you want to be and how to get there, you're going to find out that there you can't do it all, that you can't take all these steps that you need to necessarily by yourself. You're going to have to start building a team. You're going to have to reach out and either hire somebody or bring somebody in as a partner. I've had I've I've done I've done both ways. And hiring somebody has its own difficulties. When you bring somebody on, you're not responsible for making sure that they have enough work. You're not responsible for making sure that you have enough money to make payroll. You're not responsible for their employee taxes. Now you're responsible for their workers' compensation. There's all these different responsibilities that you have when you take on an employee. And it's not like it's going to be very difficult for you to keep this employee if every week or so you're like, hey, we don't have work. You're going to have to take this week off. They're going to find something more consistent. It's very tough to operate that way. And if you're a young budding business, sometimes you find yourself in a position where you want to add somebody, you jump the gun, you find a very good person, and now you can't fill that spot. So the other option is you bring on partners. And that has a good side too. Now you have somebody who's not dependent on the on a monthly paycheck. They understand that the value is going to be paid to them once their business grows to a point where it's paying them out. Maybe you guys are, are at a good position where you know money coming in is a good spot. Now you have some, some salaries set in place, whatever it's going to be, uh, whatever you guys agreed to do. Maybe you're at the beginning and you're just getting started. The downside to having a partner, of course, is equity. Now you're bringing in somebody who has a vested interest. That's a great thing. They're going to work harder for you and for the entire organization. But at the same time, you're giving up part of the profits. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's usually a good thing. It means the pie got bigger. Your slice might be smaller, but it's smaller slice for a larger pie. Look, building a team doesn't have to be scary. You don't know what you don't know yet, but if you want to build something huge, if you want to build your own version of pipeline insurance, something that you can look back and uh, say, look, I built that 
And today I have a place where I know my kids are going to be able to have a job at. I know that I'm going to get a paycheck every quarter and I'm doing less and less work and more and more guidance. Right? You're one of the greatest pieces of advice when, when hiring somebody that anybody's ever given me was, um, learn to replace yourself. Like, uh, you're going to develop a system. There's things that you do on a regular basis. You can record it. You can you can teach somebody else to do it. And now you have somebody else doing those things. Things that don't require your your utmost attention. Things like replying to your emails or uh, or you know setting out lock boxes or uh, you know some of these mundane activities that don't require your skills or your time to be in front of a client, you know, one of those dollar productive activities. If it's a dollar productive activity, maybe you want to still keep doing it. But those other things that are taken away from that dollar productive activity, we can find a way to either hire somebody, use a virtual assistant, uh, or bring on specific partners. But it's doable. You can build something too. It's not really that difficult. Luckily for you, we have the Evester program coming up. It's going to launch officially in Q2, but you can get your easy access now. Get your membership access. We're going to be building a library of information that you can go to. Learn how to get out of debt. Learn how to file a tax return or ask questions. Learn how to qualify for a home. All these different things that you didn't know or maybe you wanted to share with other people. Boom. Access. You want to meet other people who are in the same industry as you or other industries that you need help with, maybe looking to partner with. Boom, access. Maybe you need guidance in a particular venture. You have an idea for a business. You don't know where to start, but you can bring it to the table. And I'll be there to help you. Guide you through this process. Put you in contact with people to build the team that's necessary. So that you have a goal. So that you have a vision. So that you start to build the legacy with other people. That's where the magic happens. All right, ladies and gents. That's it. That's the story of Pipeline Insurance. We went from a couple guys, which we all had our specific skill sets, to becoming a team. And in becoming a team, we've developed a company. We didn't. We still don't have all the answers. We don't have all the answers. But together, we move in the same direction. Together, we come up with some answers, or we recruit, or we bring in people, or we hire. But it's much easier to run an operation when you have a team around you. It's a lot less stressful. It's a lot funner. And the project keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So if you're done being self-employed, make sure you guys go to businessbros.biz. Start registering for our uh, Evester program. It's free for now. Get in as soon as you can. <laughs> I never thought I'd whisper on the mic on the show, but hey. I guess it's a thing. All right, ladies and gents, uh, thank you guys very much for uh, another great 2019. We're looking for 2020 to be a great year. Uh, make sure you guys go to businessbros.biz, businessbros.biz. Register for your eVestor program. is free, and uh, get ready to rock 2020. If you guys have any questions for insurance stuff, I mean, pipeline insurance, We the whole episode was dedicated to pipeline insurance today. Make sure you hit James up, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com for all your insurance needs. Or maybe you want to add insurance into your business. Let us help you do that. We can show you the way. 619-84-0045 or james at csfirst.com. That's all I got for you guys today. Peace.
and we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.